Alright, so welcome back to the Bukatsu Gaming Podcast, episode 2. This is Ebri, Evan. Yo, this is Jabson16, aka Ezekiel. And this is Alex. I, I don't think I have an alias. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we're going to pick up where we left off. Talking about E3, we got, obviously, a lot of games left out there we can discuss. Last time we touched on, you know, VR, RE7. Some of the bigger names, Last Guardian. This time we're going to get into, you know, what we have left, Days Gone, Horizon, but, yeah, we'll get more into that later. I think we, we could today? touch back on RE7 since we didn't really go into it too deeply. Alright, no problem. All right. Yeah, we, we only touched on it with the VR. Yeah, so we talked about the VR, obviously, RE7, full VR, kind of a big deal. A lot of people are excited about it. What I'm not thinking? man enough, but I'm going to try. I, not, <laughs> yep. You're not man enough to pick up the controller. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm excited for it. Uh, but, you know, there's not, not really a but. The concern that many people have pointed out, it seems with, with PT off the table, RE7's going down that that atmospheric route, which which also is kind of going back to its roots, so maybe that's not such a bad thing. Yeah, touching on that, how do we really feel about you know, the Resident Evil franchise was going in a certain direction, we got RE5, RE6, more, you know, First-person shooter action related, less away from, more away from the horror, I should say. And then now we have RE7, which is pretty much a complete turnaround, and it's just straight up horror, like you said, PT type game. You like well, it? You dislike I mean, it? We probably put hundred or so hours into Resident Evil Five. Yes, we which did. might hands down be my favorite co-op game of all time. Um. But yeah, it really wasn't a horror game. It was kind of uh shoot people, but you know, you're not very good at it game. It's hard <laughs> to aim, it's hard to run, you gotta manage your <laughs> ammo a little bit. Um but I thought what really worked well in that game is just, there's just so much to go back and do. Um you could go back and you could get like a rocket launcher if you beat the game fast enough and there was always like secrets and gems and stuff. In terms of the direction of the franchise, it seems to have been a little bit schizophrenic, so it's really started out as like just deep survival horror where you know you're even managing how many saves you had um with the ribbons in r e one and now it kind of progressed all the way to Resident Evil six where uh just I couldn't even tell like what the kind of horror aspect they were going for was um yes. Yep. No, continue. So I I think it got a little bit stale, or maybe RE6 just wasn't that good. Um, so I'm excited to see them take it to a new place, yeah. just to sort of reinvent themselves. Yeah, I I think you know the the evolution from away from straight horror isn't bad, and even evolution back. I just I feel what many complaints people had was, you know, after RE4, it completely lost the horror aspect. Uh, it just became an action FPS. And... Third-person shooter. Yeah. 
action TPS, whatever. TPS. But, you know, <laughs> I think it looks like it's, it's, from what we saw, it's first person, right? Actually, no, we didn't get much, I don't think we saw much gameplay in, in, in what we saw. Oh, it's first person. Yes, yeah, yeah. um, Evan and I played the demo, okay. but we'll get to that later. Yeah, definitely, I haven't played yet. And so, yeah, with it being first person, it's kind of going back to its roots, which I think could be a good thing. Uh, but it it needs to go... I think it, at this point, they have to find a way to appease both both uh, groups of fans. The groups of fans that enjoyed, you know, the, the third person uh, shooter that it became and and appease the fans that enjoyed the first person horror from the first first entries in the series and it'll be interesting to see how they how they deal with that balance that i think needs to be in there in order to get the best reception yeah so what i'm sorry so what i'm thinking is the resident evil franchise it needed re5 it needed some change that would bring in, you know, the other side. Oh, of the I, I agree. I agree. Weren't feeling the horror. And despite how you feel about the game, we obviously we loved RE5. It was a great game. I feel like RE7 had to be the first person horror because they wanted it to be the full VR. If you were going the VR route, there really wasn't any other option. It had to be horror. It was, you know, it's the logical choice. It really which, helps them stand out in terms of everything else you're saying at E3, definitely. Exactly. And, I mean, if we're, you know, talking about VR, one of the, you know, big things people expect is, you know, what's going to be that horror title? What's going to be that game that, you know... Get that game scared. that makes you not makes want not VR. Want exactly. Yeah. What game am I going to start on VR and make me regret it in the best way possible? And that drives uh, Twitch streams, especially. Um, if you remember when PT came out, everybody was streaming that for like that whole exactly. week because, well, yeah, there was some mystery to it, but B, people just had heard so much about how freaky this game was that they wanted to see their favorite streamer uh, lose their mind. <laughs> Yeah, and it's gonna be interesting. Like you said, two of us have played the demo, and you know, you do get that feel from it. It is oh, yeah. one of those things where you know, if you're not big on horror, it's I'm gonna be saying, rough. <laughs> you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a rough time. <laughs> uh, Jabs, did you play PT ever? I did play PT. Uh, I'm I'm actually okay. sad I don't I deleted it. <laughs> And did, oh. did, I didn't reinstall, so I can't go back to to the heydays oh, of yeah. PT. Okay, but yeah, no, I, I played PT. I, I, I definitely understand the, the the horror aspect. That's just you know, woman showing up in your hall. And if yeah. if that's in RE Seven, then I'm down. But like I said, you want that like game. I said, what got me into the Resident Evil series? Uh, besides the movies, say whatever you want was RE5, and so mm-hmm. I'm I'm still going to be personally comparing it to that. Yeah. Meanwhile, of course, comparing it to what we had with PT, what we expected with Silent Hills, because, you know, many people saw the trailer, 
And they did. They didn't think Resident Evil. They thought Silent Hill. And I think that, that exactly, that's yeah. very that's very telling for what we could expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, they're so similar. I mean, they're very clearly linked to each other. Uh, PT, you know, you wake up on floor of in this house, and and Resident Evil starts out the exact same way, and. Uh, both games, you kind of, or both demos rather, you're just wandering around this house trying to figure out a little bit more each time you go through it. There's some secrets, there's things that people haven't completely figured out yet with Resident Evil 7 demo. Um, I will say that as much as I did like the demo, I, I had a lot of fun. I just made me sad that we're not going to get Silent Hills because it lacked that Kojima sort of surrealness. And Junji Ito. Uh, yeah, Junji Ito, Guillermo del Toro. It, I don't want to disrespect anyone who's working on this. It just doesn't have that sort of oddity to it that is really what made PT so fresh, I think. Yeah, I think I think that's definitely not there. Or it won't be there. Doesn't mean it's not going to have that right horror. Uh, those, mm-hmm. those guys you listed, they have their own special form of horror. Uh, yes. And so mixing those, well, Junji and uh, Ito and Del, uh, Guillermo, they have their own sort of horror. And mixing those would be interesting. But, you know, that's that's not to say that's the perfect horror. So we, we can see what, what RE7 brings. Right. And, you know, obviously speaking of the horror, we did have another reveal at E3 which would be Death Stranding. Not much to go on with this, but, you know, it gave us, you know, a look. Some people confused, some people hyped up. I would say, are some people not confused? I think everyone's (laughs) confused. I think think even Kojima is confused. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Norman Reedus is confused. Did did we see the the picture of his mocap? He's confused as all hell. He doesn't know what's going on. But, like I said, it is pretty exciting because, obviously, big name, big idea, you know, it's hard not to be excited about something coming out like that. But, uh, it's hard to throw butt because I'm excited for this game. I'm excited for more information. We don't even know what type of game. We don't know anything at all at this point yeah (laughs) it's a ps4 pc game and uh kojima has said that it's going to be kind of an actiony game yeah he's trying to define a genre but and it like yeah yeah but what what i'm saying is we we don't know anything about this game uh except it looks beautiful the story seems very interesting uh whatever it may be but i feel not that it's a bad thing. Part of what everyone's so excited for is these are the names that were attached to PT working exactly. together. Um, and so, again, it's not a bad thing because Kojima has a, a history of good games. Uh, Reedus has a history of just being a badass. <laughs> and so, you know, put those two together, I'm not complaining. But I, I think... It's it's such a mystery right now that everyone's everyone's excited. Um, right. 
And so it's it's something we're definitely gonna wait to have to wait to get more information on. Uh, but you know, I'm excited. I I saw the video. I I went online, did some <laughs> research, saw what people were thinking, and so you know, it we'll be waiting a while as more detail creeps out. But what what are you guys thinking on it? Well, as we know, I'm a huge Kojima fan. Yes, you um, are. <laughs> I've been playing Metal Gear since Metal Gear Solid for PlayStation. Metal Gear, my graves And I, I should have. Oh man, he is such kind of a visionary, and he's been really trapped by Metal Gear for a decade. Um, I remember you guys never played Metal Gear Solid Two, but it's it's really this postmodern strangeness where he totally cuts ties with Metal kind of like he wants to cut ties with Metal Gear and have it just make no sense. Um, but he's been stuck in that franchise for so long that, you know, I just think about, like, you, what you can, could have been... You can hear the anguish in Alex's voice right now. <laughs> I think he did great. I think he had so many nice, like, all the Metal Gears are great. And I, I'm certainly not upset that he worked on Metal Gear, but I, I feel for him personally, and really with Silent Hills not coming to fruition, I think it just, it hurts to have, I like to see weird concepts in gaming, and okay. it certainly looks weird, um, and it's not, well, for people who don't know, uh, Death Stranding is when a bunch of sea creatures land up on the shore, um, then there's an Alive Stranding where they're alive, uh, I don't know what that has to do with anything, and apparently he had dog tags, and one of them was uh, two of them were like formulas and one of them was for like the radius of a black hole and the other one was for like measuring the spin of an electron I think mm. I'm not even going to try to guess what any of this means but you can t tell that his he's trying to do some very crazy stuff yeah. who, who's, who says we, we do an episode on Death Stranding's trailer I do <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I, that would be hard yeah, yeah. There, there's just there's so much just in in this teaser trailer to break apart, right? You know the baby, the footprints, the handprints, the black handprints, the umbilical cord, the stars, the floating people. Right? The list goes on and on. So much. Yeah. It's 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 so exciting. Yeah, so, yeah, obviously a lot to look forward to, you know, Death Stranding, RE7, sticking sort of in that hard, you know, possibly post-apocalyptic yeah. genre. We've got, uh... Days Gone? Thank you. Slipped my mind yep. right there, but Days Gone. We got notes, man. Hey, hey <laughs> you know, I'm just winging it. <laughs> That's right. So Days Gone. Well, Evan gone. and I, uh... Watch this, and we both had the same reaction. I'm going to let him take that. Yeah, so... <laughs> when Days Gone, obviously, you know, if you watch the trailer, it sort of started out with, I want to say, sort of a Walking Dead. You knew it was going to be that sort of vibe. And initially, it looked like something like, okay, what could this be? This could possibly be something you could get into. But then as the trailer played out, it just... The more you saw, the less the game excited me, is what I'm saying. It just kind of... You know, it kind of looks like um, Resident Evil 6 or 5. Yeah, it just kind of... 
And I guess that was part of the problem. You saw this trailer and immediately wanted to compare it to other things, other games, things you enjoyed, and it just, I don't know, it just kind of fell short of what I thought it could be. <clears throat> Last of Us. Yeah, and it's just kind of, what really did it for me was the gameplay they did at the end. I just, they took you through the scenario where obviously it could be different when the actual game comes out, they could change things, but the scenario, there's just endless, endless amounts of zombies. And you're, the character you control is just mowing through them for absolutely oh, yeah. no reason. He's not getting hurt, not really getting touched. It's just kind of... Well, he got bumped into, straight up bumped yeah, into one like point, it, And that would be a game over in Last yeah, of Us. Yeah, <laughs> it just kind of felt like he could do pretty much anything in a scenario where he would absolutely be dead in, you know, most other games, but, most other situations. But I, I, I will say, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the gameplay right now again. That's that's something everyone's wanted from their zombie games, though. We've we've wanted this horde. The horde looks, you know, I guess fantastic. It it does look a little unorganic. But we've what what zombie game has a horde like this? Don't say RE five. Because it does true. have nice hordes. The horde, I mean, the horde, I will say, the horde was a nice touch. The issue was how it was dealt with. You can't okay. just have your main character rolling through a horde like nothing's going to happen to him. That just... He's going to need that ammo at it, some point. Like, it just felt... I don't know. It's just one of those things that felt kind of out of place. Not yeah, really... It, they're, they're trying... Especially with the story, again, it it feels so, so Last of Us. They're trying to give you this truly realistic story, but what you're saying about the character dealing with this horde, you know, it's it's unrealistic. It undermines what they're going exactly. for. Yeah. I think if they had come out, you had the horde, he ran into it, and he just had to just dip. Just run that sort of thing. I mean, he basically did. He just would turn around and yeah, shoot, and that kind of like just did for me because just you're just unloading clip after clip and just like it. Just, I don't know if he had just had. They're just getting closer. Yeah, if he just had to barely escape somehow, I think it would have been a little bit better for them, just because you would have felt like okay, this could be you know some sort of realistic thing. But instead, you got guy emptying in his clips who ends up you know pretty much trapped anyway, and it's just kind of like. I don't know, it was a little underwhelming, is what I guess I'm getting at. Yeah, uh, some people pointed out that because it was a, um E3 live presentation demo, it might have been tuned to be very easy, yeah. and that's why maybe you get that zombie's not killing them, even when he yeah, bumps exactly. into them. But, but I, I, I do say, I, we can make excuses, um, but, you know, that's, that's on on the the game producers, the director, the company to give us a good good demo. For example, yeah. Final Fantasy fifteen. That that gameplay demo was awful. <laughs> and so, you know, I'm excited for fifteen, but that kind of lowered my standards. And so, you know, the same thing happened here with Days Gone. They they didn't present it in a way that makes, you know, makes you excited for it. 
And I think that's that's a mistake on their part. Yeah. Another stream idea. The value of trailers oh, yeah. in games. Yeah, so I think regardless with you can you can tell what they're going for. I mean it might not be exactly that, but I think they are going for the more actiony side of it. Yeah. Jumping back to trailers, since you brought it up. Trailer that got everyone excited. Game I'm personally really excited for. Uh, what, what, what game? What game would that be? I'm excited for Spider-Man, personally. I mean, let's let's. <laughs> That's actually not where. It's yeah, I know it's not. Me. But hey, hey, I had to go there. Let's let's. Okay. The last time. No, I'm, I'm excited for Spider-Man too. It's especially after seeing T'Challa the movie <laughs> featuring the rest of the Avengers and Spider-Man. It, it makes me excited for Spider-Man. You know, they're, they're, those are completely... The game and the movie, they're not connected. But, you know, if Spider-Man's back on everyone's list. He's back being important. And the game looks good, as yeah. you said. It looks really good. And we were talking about this. Spider-Man 2, I don't know if y'all remember that game, but if you played it, you definitely do. Came out in 2001. Yes. Balloon Collecting Simulator. <laughs> It has been that long since we've had, you know, oh, a really, really quality Spider-Man game. That's what yeah. he said. Oh, like, one, that doesn't even sound 2001. Right. PlayStation. I, I think that also just means we're we're old. But, it also uh, means that they kind of have, you know, big shoes to fill. You know, people are expecting a very good game. And, but, but the. The one thing I will say, I I haven't played Shame on Me, but the gameplay kind of reminded me of the Batman games. Not that it's bad. Mm -hmm. Everyone loves the Batman games, but it just looks like Batman, the Batman game in a different costume. Dude, you can throw me those Batman games with anything. I will play those. (laughs) Those play wonderfully. I have no complaints. As long as the swinging is on point, it doesn't even matter what the rest of the game is. <laughs> that's a great point. I mean, that's what differentiates uh, Spider-Man from any other superhero you would play on a console. Yeah. I mean, basically, you got your guys who are not going to fly or anything like that, and you got your guys who can fly. Flying, not ever really been done in a super fun way. I honestly kind of like it in Lego Marvel Avengers, but it, it's not really complicated. <laughs> But, you know, in Spider-Man 2, you could, like, you had to think about where you were heading, and you had to think about what building you were going to swing around, and uh, it's like, it's like driving a nice car, you know, and you can kind of appreciate going through the turns and accelerating through the apex. This man with his fancy yeah, driving Yeah, yeah, I definitely know about those rich people experiences. <laughs> well, yeah, so, you know. No, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for the game. It looks it looks beautiful. Um, but like you said, the the web slinging, the swinging is important. We don't we don't see too much of that in the the nope. trailer. But you know, I I kind of I'm I'm putting my hands, my faith in their hands. It looks like it'll be good. Is it Insomniac? Yes. Has? Okay. The other thing, people, I guess didn't feel was the greatest was the costume they chose. No, the suit is so good. I love the Obviously, suit. we didn't have a problem it's... with it, but like a lot of people were saying, they don't feel like the white really fits. 
people have also brought up a good point of in previous Spider-Man games. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, it's America. They whitewashed everything, so they gotta whitewash the spider, too. Exactly. He's very American, red, white, and blue. But yeah, like people have said, usually in Spider-Man games, there's a way to unlock a plethora of costumes, costumes, different, you know, things. So obviously... Most likely, you'll be able to find something that you do appreciate or that you can get behind. That's a great point I didn't think about. Yeah, and so Insomniac is yeah what I thought Ratchet right. and Clank. Okay, yeah. I, <laughs> I have that sitting on my floor. I could just play it and tell you that I like Insomniac. <laughs> but, you know, I, I love the fact that really the only complaint is yeah. the costume. So, That's how good it looks. <laughs> I mean, when he's jumping through the... Is it the Daily... No, it's, probably not the Daily... It's like a... Some kind of building. Some kind of office. Yeah, office. Hey, it yeah. looks so it's a crazy. coffee shop. Yeah. But yeah. It's a coffee shop, all right. Could, yeah, I was going to say coffee shop, too. They had a Daily Bugle receptacle. Yeah, something. Just don't worry about it. Yeah. So, Jabs, what'd you think I yeah, was Yeah, where'd you think I was for? going? Oh, I definitely just thought you were talking about... I don't, I don't know. Kratos? Crash? Kratos. Uh... <laughs> That I, I, I could have gone there we're too. We're not even on the same page here. Alex is excited for Crash. <laughs> Evan's excited for Spider Man. I'm excited for God of War. No, see, I I could have gone that way, but unlike you, I've not played the God of War games, so yeah. you know you have that extra little bit getting you excited. You know you had the experience. I will say though. That was a fantastic way to start their presentation, and yes. that trailer, gameplay, all of it just looks fantastic. It it does, but I do have my concerns. I have my concerns too, but we'll get to um, later. Yeah, for, first off, which clearly is going to be explained, why why is he fighting Thor? And Loki, like, where did that come from? Didn't he kill everybody else? Yeah, he did, but do you realize the time difference? I don't. Between I, Sparta... <laughs> between yeah. the Spartan yeah. Empire and the Vikings? It's like thousands I mean, that, of years. Thousands of years. I know he's a god, I know whatever, but the years, it's, that's a lot we, to explain. Are we sure it's Norse mythology? It's Norse mythology. It's been confirmed. They have Norse writing. They have the... He said the giant ogre says Valhalla. He did. I do remember that. It's... We have the runes. It's it's 100% Nordic. Uh, and I, I'm 90% sure it was confirmed. And so th- that's that's really the only thing... The big thing cons- I'm concerned about that's confused... Confusing, but no, I'm I'm ooh, oh, God of War looks beautiful. Looks like Last of Us. That yeah, that's that's one of my concerns. Um, just especially because your kid's a screw up. Oh my <laughs> God! Don't even actually get me started on this child. Uh. Uh, it was great because we were watching the demo. I was talking to Evan, and Evan's like, uh, "Kids readying the bow," and. uh Evan and I are talking like he's gonna shoot Kratos. He's gonna shoot Kratos. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're sitting there, and if you look closely, look very carefully, you can see the exact moment when he disowned his son. (laughs) (laughs) 
and it was it was 13 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it looks like honestly to tie something back to what we were talking about uh, last, not yesterday, literally like an hour ago, like the Last Guardian. I guess you're gonna tell your kids to do something. He's uh, not gonna be able to do it. Cause <laughs> well, he's not that good. Well, I no no that I don't think that's happening because there's you there's a like button for the kid. You you. I think the RPG elements in the game is what the kid learns. And so, like you saw in the trailer, you, he shot the deer, you got plus 10 archery. And so I didn't see that. Thank you. Eventually, yeah. his archery skills get better so that you can trust him. But there's a button where you can control the kid. Um, I don't think it'll be you like, hey, kid, help me out and... Kid shoot you, game over, start over. I'm fairly sure that's not what they have in there. But yeah, the the kid. Not, when what what was the first game where they gave you that you know semi worthless NPC that followed you the whole game? Not Eco. I mean, Last of Us did it right. Well, she was helpful. I mean, yeah. she didn't do a lot, but Last of Us did it right. I have a feeling. God of War will do it right also. Um, I've read read some good things about, you know, who's who's in charge of the game. I trust, you know, what they're doing. But I, ju I just feel it's what many people are concerned about. Are they going to keep the God of... What made God of War God of War? Which was the combat system. So... I always kind of felt like they were in Double May Cry's shadow a little bit, and they have a chance to really step out from under it. But I may actually... God of War might have been more popular. I just... I did like <laughs> Double May Cry more. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's no... I mean, Double May Cry is sort of in a tailspin right now. They have this great-looking game. Really a chance to... I don't know, set a new course for the franchise a little bit. Yeah. But I, I, I think... Even it, it just feels like it's going like I have I have a friend who's not happy with lots of games. Like he enjoyed Mordor, which looking at God of War, how they say it's going to be open world, I think, uh, but completely seamless, kind of felt like that a game that's following kind of God of uh, Mordor, which kind of borrows from Assassin's Creed elements. Like, where the combat is... Which is what you get in games somewhat repetitive. Yeah. And so, you know, I feel it's it's gonna be a... It looks like it's a bit of... No, what's the word? It's straying from, from what made God of War God of War. Which, again, we talked about evolution in games. Might be a good thing. Right. Mm -hmm. It's it's just I, I I don't want you know that same combat that we've had for a while in lots of games. Yeah, it's true. It's been well. It's really kind of all. Well, it's going to go against something I said earlier, but it's kind of all morphing towards the rock steady combat since they did it so well, yeah. and that's what Mordor really was. A take on that, and so that. Yeah, that's what I got from the gameplay. That's the kind of battle system it looked like we were getting. Uh, not quite what I want. I would like for them to find a way to bring God of War 
into the three D. I mean, into this this version of three D. Obviously, a lot we still don't know about it. So you know, as we learn yes. more, you know, maybe you know we'll get obviously we'll get a better idea of you know what direction they're definitely heading in, whether or not that'll be a good thing or potentially a bad thing. So, I mean. Does anybody else know any Norse gods besides the ones in Thor and Avengers? Thor and Loki. Not really, Thor. no. Odin. No. Okay. Right. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know much myself. Yeah. Uh, I was hoping but kind of just like Magami out of Tensei war. would help me, but... It'll teach yeah, they us. Will. You're going to get some history. <laughs> Alright, so... Yeah, I think... More or less, that's that's kind of what we wanted to cover. I think. Yeah, we can so we can talk about Crash if you want. Yeah, there's not a lot to say. It'll only yeah. be like a minute. Obviously, or Crash Bandicoot bringing back the reboots, which obviously most people, a lot of people played them, and if you did, obviously you're excited about this, especially Warped. Everyone knows how that game is received. That's the best. It it's is hard to argue with yeah. that. Uh, these are full-fledged remakes. These are not yep. just remasters, uh, which is good because they probably yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't really look good. Yep. <laughs> nah. uh, I'll pass on that one. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's interesting. They kind of played this very coy and uh, didn't really want to act like they had it until just, right. you know, this week. But, uh, yeah, should be fun. I don't really remember one and two that much because I think they were impossible. <laughs> and uh, three was just that right mix of it got much harder the further you yeah. dove into it, but you get through it. Yeah, I I am excited for obviously the Crash remakes. I'm a fan of the Bandicoot should be good. Yeah. All right. So to finish out, let's let's say what you felt was what you're kind of most excited for. And what you thought was the biggest disappointment disappointment from uh, E3 2016. And again, we've mostly been looking at Sony, but, you know, any 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 conference is okay. I guess I'll start here. For me, obviously setting aside a few titles like Persona 5 and Final Fantasy 15, sticking with, you know, things that were bigger at E3, I have to say... Biggest disappointment was definitely Days Gone. I just, uh, it started out looking like it had so much potential and I just did not enjoy it. When it, you know, when they finally showed everything they were going to show. But the thing I'm most excited for, toss up between just VR in general, a lot of the VR titles, probably, honestly, probably God of War is, you know, one of the biggest things for me, just because that gameplay, how they started off, it really, really got me, you know, interested right off the bat. You know, didn't let me go. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I can go next. So, well, my biggest point disappointment for me was uh, still no release date for Cuphead. Cuphead. <laughs> if you don't know, when, when when did we first hear of Cuphead? Ages <laughs> ago, right? I think it was 2014, and then everyone lost their minds because it uh, just looks beautiful. Uh, for those who don't know, it's really set in kind of like a 1930s animation style. Steamboat, cool color. I think. Yeah, exactly. In like the 
picture even has like those imperfections in the film that you would see. There's such a great reaction to it in 2014 or whichever year that they like completely altered the scope. And uh, so they say it's coming out this year, but I've been burned before. <laughs> Persona, Kingdom Hearts. Uh, well, I guess Kingdom Hearts really didn't Persona. promise anything. They just stopped talking. <laughs> yeah. So this is probably my biggest disappointment. Mm. I think the thing I was most impressed with is just, I was kind of, they got me a hook, line, and sinker for VR. I did not expect they would pad it out with as many games as they're going to. Mm. I mean, they're just like, I had, I was hoping for like a decent chunk of the their conference to be VR, and it was. I mean, they had, I, I'm not super into Call of Duty, but that looked great. They had, um, was it Farpoint? Am I making that up? No, Farpoint. Farpoint. They had the Star Wars mission. They got Psychonauts, which they didn't even show during the conference. But yeah, I would say I'm excited for that to hopefully not go the way of the move. And uh, maybe Sony could really set themselves up and one day get some PC implementation. I mean, like, they just set themselves up so well. Yeah. They can really capitalize on it. Yeah. And speaking of Cuphead, don't forget that's like mostly hand-drawn animations the game, which is a, a la Skullgirls, which will be very, very beautiful. Yes, it looks stunning. And those boss, the boss, like the the art direction on top of it, too. If you look at those bosses, they look great. Yeah. And it's going to be so good. It just Whenever it comes. That's right. So get yourself an Xbox or a PC. Play it. Yeah. And so for me, I guess my, my biggest disappointment will will be kind of something we touched on a bit. Final Fantasy XV. Um, you know, this, I feel this is, this was their time to show us a lot. They tried to show us a lot, but again, just the presentation they gave us was a bit of a disappointment. You know, the 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 Titan boss battle did not yeah. excite me at all. Did not excite Shadow me. Shadow Colossus was doing that better, you know, <laughs> ten, twelve years ago. Yeah, right. I mean, much better. He's just dodging the hand. I was like, wasn't even doing that well. <laughs> he wasn't dodging the hand. He yeah, is <laughs> is like high five with my body slash face. So, you know, that, that that kind of was a disappointment for me. But, you know, that's that's just on the presentation aspect. I, I still have decent faith in the game. Decent. Uh, my What I'm excited for isn't, isn't Sony. It's kind of like with Cuphead, uh, Xbox, and PC. Wow, jeez, now the name's not coming to me. We happy people. We happy, happy folks. <laughs> yeah, we have a few. That's it. There you go. Yeah, we have a few. <laughs> I, I don't even. Re- did they show this game last E3? I, I feel I saw just a bit of this game a while ago, and I got so excited, and then it disappeared off the radar. And then they showed kind of the start of the game, and it looks so good. It has me so excited for it again. And so, can you kind of explain it to me? Because I don't know what it is. So it's kind of uh, alternate reality. World War Two ended different, and so basically, you apparently it's a roguelike, which I didn't 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 really get from the the trailer, but that makes it mm-hmm. exciting. 
Uh, basically, everyone's hopped up on drugs huh? uh, to to see the world as a beautiful thing, you know. And so you you become a, a downer. You don't take your drugs, and so you kind of have to escape the the town without getting caught. Boy, that would fit into like a 1990s arcade so well. Yeah. With the little opening FBI winners don't take drugs. <laughs> oh God, It'd be perfect. And so yeah, it it looks it looks great. Um, again, this time hearing more about the story, hearing how it plays, you know, it just just has me really excited. And so it's supposed to be coming out this year. Looking forward to it. Um, again, for that that just, and of course, I'm excited for games we talked about. God of War, um, other games we talked about that aren't coming to mind. But for One so- that we didn't talk about, uh, Kingdom Hearts 2.8. Yeah. It's really good, too. Yeah, excited, but... Yeah, I was going to say they didn't show much, but they did. <laughs> they did. I'm excited. It's beautiful and gorgeous. Yeah, and, it's oh, lovely. Boy. And so, yeah, ex- excited for that, but, you know, kind of... Just because it, it felt like a sleeper. Felt like a sleeper, I'm excited for We the Happy Few. We right. have a few. So, a lot of good, some bad, you know, pros and cons. Obviously, you know, as we learn more, keep you updated. But, uh, probably gonna wrap it up for this episode of Katsu Gaming Podcast. Catch y'all in the next one. Probably talk about, you know, <laughs> what we learn, new things. Talk about talk games, about obviously. Games. But, yeah, we should figure out. Yeah, maybe, maybe we should mystery start, yeah, this time. We'll figure that out. Put something. Yeah, keep it. Put posted. that on the website, maybe. Yeah. All right. Bry, signing off. Bye. <laughs>